Welcome to episode 50. Yes, that's 50, halfway to 100 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we're talking college football playoff rankings are out as we head into the championship weekend. Abe and I face off in a fantasy matchup for the taking. NFL Week 14, People's Parlay, you know what it is. But before we get into it, let's just talk about Indochino. You know the holiday season's coming up, and Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and much more. Indochino's process is simple. You choose your fabric, pick your customizations. It's like create a player for a suit. Right now, you can get $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com. Just enter promo code BLUEWIRE, check out. Plus shipping is free. Shout out free shipping. That's Indochino.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE. Let's get it. Down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Hurry. Way downtown. Bang. Bang. Gives it to Jenkins. What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat, also known as the creator of the baby Gota on Instagram. Uh, Abe joins me as my longtime co-host and best friend. Abe, what's going on, bro? The baby Gota, huh? We're rolling the, with that now? The baby Gota. I liked the uh, Yoda Mahomes. I'm hearing... Uh, Yo domes. I'm I hearing saw, I saw, Mahoda. I, saw I like. Meme, I saw a meme of uh, a baby Yoda in a Kyler jersey behind an offensive yes. line. He was just really small. That was, that was one of the best ones I've seen yet. That one was good. Inside information: hearing that the baby Goda is actually going to make an appearance in the Baltimore Ravens uh, weekly Twitter show. So I'm super excited for that. Wow. Stay tuned. All right. Um, but everyone's here for one reason and one reason only, and that's me. And that is because Snapback Sports faces off with Abe Granoff in the Snapback Sports Podcast Fantasy Football League. I'm going to taunt you as I speak. Round one. I I didn't taunt you. I actually wish you good luck by accident on this app. I don't know how to work this app. I'm trying to taunt you the best I can. Yeah, shout out Sleeper. Sleeper's a dope app. We'll have more Sleeper Leagues next year. But for now, right now, we're looking Ah, at... Taunt button. We're looking at... I was seven and six. I'm the five seed. Abe, the my four team, seed. My eight team and five. Is just the most well coached team that you could ever put together. <laughs> I'm looking at eight and five as the four seed, with the second least points for by twenty points in the league. So the only person who had less points than me in the entire seat in the entire league finished at two and eleven in last place. I'm sitting here eight and five. Prime. <laughs> Prime for a playoff run. I mean, you can't teach that. This team is just scratching and clawing its way to wins, and that's not a team you want to face in the playoffs. So, I, obviously, it's amazing that we lined up facing off with each other. I posted I on Snapback Pod on Instagram before the season whose team is better. Everyone said Abe's team because they like the big names. You had Saquon. You're the number one pick. He's been underwhelming. But now... As we head into the playoffs, I was top three in points four, although seven and six. I'm pro- currently projected 69% chance. Nice. My lineup is not set. Okay. To, to win the matchup. Here, Let's go through my tough decisions, and we'll let the audience help decide. But 
Kyler Murray faces off with Pittsburgh. Uh, he's my quarterback, or I have Josh Allen. Two top ten fantasy quarterbacks this year because of their legs for the most part. But Allen's playing the Ravens, so he's probably going to find a seat on the uh, on the bench. Outside of that, you have the chalk start of Zeke, Kamara, Chark, Godwin, Kelsey, Terry McLaurin. I'm going to have to make some moves at granted, kicker granted and defense. Granted, your team did not look like this post-draft night. You made the most ridiculous trades, and... I, I don't understand the snapback fan that listens to this podcast that's in this league with us. You're just letting Jack do that? Just run all over you? It's I, actually I, absolutely ridiculous. I made some actually good trades. NLS carry on Johnson to the IR, so it's been tough. I had like I had Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore. I had AJ Brown. I traded like four middle tier to above average wide receivers for Kamara, essentially. Um, picked up Chark, which supplementing my team but you have do you have any um yeah, roster my, moves my team is actually very very good if i'm healthy i've been waiting on Thielen. i've been waiting on ty hilton so other than those two i'm waiting to see if they're going to play this week even if they do play how much are they going to be used in capacity uh ty's at tampa favorable matchup obviously Thielen maybe not so much he's playing detroit but if those two are healthy i'm looking at Replacing Mohamed Sanu with one of them. You got to leave Cortland in, though. Maybe Cortland He's too hot. Yeah, so I'm looking at uh, Dak. Do I have another quarterback on my team? No. So we're rolling with Dak this week. <laughs> we're rolling with Dak this week. Um, Devin Singletary against the Ravens, or I could go with Devontae Freeman against Carolina. Leaning Freeman, but then again, I'm going to keep you on your toes probably until 12:45 on Sunday. I would say it's tough to go against Singletary after would, you watch. I, I would say I'm not going to ask my opponent for coaching I'm, advice. I'm just going to give you my Ravens advice. So after we got slashed for 100 plus yards by Mostert, Singletary makes sense, but. The Ravens are projected to win, which means maybe we'll see more air yards, less Singletary. Right. It's like definitely said, a tough I'm decision. I'm definitely not going to take advice from my playoff <laughs> opponent. So you can keep but I'm just in your head right now. No, no, you're just talking to a brick wall. But so, anyway, got Robert the- Woods, who could take a seat on the bench against Seattle. Sanu, I would love to not play you, so I really hope someone's healthy. Uh, Hunter Henry. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, wow, I'm a big Chargers guy. I've you got are. Hunter Henry, the kicker on the Chargers, and the Chargers D against Garner Minshew. That's a good start. Um, but like I said, I'm talking to my opponent here. Going to get together with my team Wednesday. We're practicing around 2 p.m. today. Um, looks like, oh no, I'm home, so you're coming to me. Uh, but yeah, it's time for a playoff run. Um, all right, so. We've been saying it all year. We still don't have our punishment for what happens, whether who finishes worse. Thankfully, we face off, and there's oh, oh, no- oh, oh, oh. loser has to watch every Eagles game start to finish that happened this year. <laughs> no I, phone, I, no phone in the room, dark room. You just have to sit and watch. I actually can't do that. I I can't put myself through that. You better that. win. You better there's win. There's way worse things. So oh, if you guys the Bears. What about the Bears? You gotta watch all the Bears games. <laughs> loser, or just, or just their offensive drives. Loser has to uh, buy a Mitch Trubisky football jersey, the orange one, and take a picture with it and post it on the, on their Instagram. Loser has to. Huh. This is bad radio, but loser has to get a Bears tattoo. I. 
Uh, okay. Ah, oh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Snapback fam. DM us on Instagram at snapbackpod with our punishment. This is the week it decides it all. I don't we, do snakes. I don't we do will, sharks. Abe and I will come to an agreement uh, before our matchup starts, which is Thursday. So if you're listening to this, before Thursday Night Football, when his quarterback, Dak Prescott, my running back, Zeke, takes off, uh, DM us. We'll agree on a punishment. Just no snakes, no snakes, no sharks. Um, it probably makes sense to start with the game of the week. Dallas Cowboys, 6-6. Six and six. Chicago Bears, Mitch Trubisky. I have never said a bad word about the Chicago Bears in my life, Shaq. Did you know that? <laughs> I did know I that. I am through and through a Chicago Bears fan. Go Bears, the Bears. Uh, best team of all time with Coach Ditka. I'm not even going to try and guess what year that was. Something 80s. But, um... Please, Bears, please. But you don't need the Bears to win. It's just the Week 16 game, Eagles versus Cowboys. Yeah, That's... Mean, we control our own destiny. I've been saying, like, why why show all your cards to a Miami Dolphins team that's looking right. to prove something right. when you know what's ahead of you and it wasn't a must-win game? So, obviously, we were, you know, crapping on Trubisky a bunch beginning of the season. But the wrong guy. Let me throw out some numbers for you. Since Week 4. Are we doing a blind QB test? We are. <laughs> Quarterback A. 11 passing touchdowns, quarterback B, 10 passing touchdowns, quarterback A, 6 interceptions, quarterback B, only 5 interceptions, quarterback A, 59% completion percentage, quarterback B, 63% completion percentage, quarterback A, 80%, quarterback B, 85%, quarterback A, 6.2 yards per attempt, quarterback B, 6.3 yards per attempt. Do you know who these quarterbacks are? How I do. Would you like me to say? Uh, I mean, quarterback A, the glorified 118-year-old washing machine that is, and I'm talking French kissing his son on social media so the entire world can judge him. Still so weird. Cheater, ball deflator, um, spire. Tom. Goat, goat. Okay, sure. Goat, Tom Brady. Lost to a backup quarterback. That's super cool. Quarterback B is uh, Snapback Pod's favorite quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. So I posted a graphic on Snap uh, that Brady was washed because he is. He's washed, and it's when not. You start getting compared to Mitch Trubisky. It's, yeah, it's time. That's the uh, end of your career. It's time much. to sit sit down at the table with the family and have a discussion. So, with that being said, uh, Mitch Trubisky and co. are three-point underdogs at home. They're technically in the playoff race. After the Vikings lost, they're only two games back. This is their make-or-break. If they lose, they're essentially eliminated. If they win, they can make things interesting because they play a couple in-division games over their final three. They're they're in the the hunt graphic, which, as I told you and sent you, so are the Eagles. We are in <laughs> For different the reasons. Uh, the Bears probably actually have a harder path because oh, they have the Bears, to win yeah. the wild card. Yeah, no, the Bears are screwed. Um, who wins on Thursday Night Football? The Chicago Bears do because they have the better quarterback. Okay. <laughs> but Dak's your fantasy quarterback, so that's tough. So, essentially, Mitch is going to win you a Bears tattoo because he's going to lose you fantasy. Um, I, no, high-scoring game, high-scoring game. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to put up 30 points. I'll, I live for the day. Uh, I think the Cowboys I are going to win. Th- I think Dallas is going to win. I yeah. do think so. I, I think that was a kick in the butt losing at home on Thanksgiving. Um, but then again, they stink. Number fire, are you familiar with them? Nope. 
So number fire is like an analytical, it's like ah, stat-based, fantasy, etc. Number fire release their power rankings that are that are just based strictly off a formula they've created that takes in everything into account, right? Stats, all of that stuff. Um, number fire has the Ravens one, the Niners two, the Patriots three, and number four it has Dallas. I mean, on paper, they're really good. They have yet to beat a team with a winning record. Thankfully, I said, I said paper. I not know. Turf. Thankfully, the Bears are six and six. I'm rolling with Dallas, 24-21. Yeah. Um. It's just how how many games is Dallas gonna like show up small again against with that lineup with all this pressure on them? Um. I'm not gonna compare coaches because they're both kind of a wash. But because I need the Bears to win, I don't even need them to win, actually. But I'm hoping that the Bears win. Thursday night in Chicago, you got to imagine it's going to be cold and windy, right? Yeah. Um, 17-13 Chicago. Okay. 17-13 Chicago. Congrats. The only reason I would root for Chicago is so that the Redskins are mathematically alive. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'd rather the Redskins win the division than the Eagles at this rate. That would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be unbelievable if the Redskins Unfortunately, won. Unfortunately, the they go to Green Bay and they're going to get smashed this weekend. But uh, hey, they got a coach fired. This they're week. still alive. All right, actual game of the week is San Francisco visiting. The Saints. San Fran has played. There's there's a couple good games this week. Yeah, there is. But that's the game of the week to me. Um, San Fran will have played Seattle, the Ravens, and now New Orleans three out of four games, which is a pretty tough schedule. They're 0-2 in the two two big games so far. Uh, They go to New Orleans. New Orleans, man, they're 10-2, but they have not looked very impressive. They're the best team in football. They're not, but it feels like they've yet <laughs> to really put a game together, like a full game offensively, defensively, special teams. Um, San Fran's going to give them troubles. I'm starting to talk myself out of the Saints just because I, I'm really – they just haven't been good this year. And I'm a big believer in San Fran. This year. Um, yeah, so I'm not a big believer in San Fran, as you, as you, I'm sure you've picked up on. And I think the Saints are the best team in football. They're the most well-rounded in terms of every um, place on the field. They have the weapons. Michael Thomas is the best. Is it time? I, I go back every week between Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. Who's the best receiver in football? Uh, I, I want to say it's D-Hop because of look how many co- what the quarterbacks that he's done it with over the years. and now he's I know, but, has a but right now, right now, like Breeze isn't like insane. I'd rather have Watson than Breeze right now. Is yeah. that crazy? Uh, I guess maybe in the playoffs it's a little crazy in terms no, of No, Breeze is a notorious loser in the playoffs. He won a Super Bowl, my guy. I know. Uh, and since then, he's been a notorious loser in the playoffs. That's just they should have went fact. to another one last year. But I don't know. You know, I'm going to pick against San Fran every time. They've got the the Superdome is one of the best home field advantages in football. Maybe not during a day game. I don't really know how much I trust it during a day game. But at a night game, it's electric. Um, yeah. At least when they show it on television. But yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I haven't been a believer in the Niners all year. Their defense is obviously unbelievable. It starts with their pass rush. Um, 
But if they can hold up up front, I don't think their corners, the San Fran corners, are good enough to hold up with Michael Thomas and even Kamara out of the backfield when he goes out as a receiver. So I'm going with the Saints in this one, 30-23. to 23. Oh, that's a lot of points for the Niners to give up. I just that New Orleans offense is very good. It's methodical. It just isn't as explosive as it's been over the past few years. I would be surprised to see them score thirty points. Since that Falcons loss a couple weeks ago. Thirty four, thirty four, twenty six. They put up. Uh they played Falcons. Carolina, Tampa Bay. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I'm just saying the amount of points they put up. Yeah, I'm just. I have to give context to the listeners. No, you don't. <laughs> um, before we get to the most fun game of the week, we'll start with Baltimore Buffalo Ravens. Eight straight wins, as everyone knows. Best team in the league. Can't be stopped. Has beaten uh, Watson, Brady, Russ, Niners. Not Allen. Not Jalen yet. <laughs> Well, except last year when we beat him like 57-3 to on in week one. But that was Joe Flacco. So with Lamar, do the math. We're ten times better. I'm projecting a 570-3 to victory. Uh, listen, I, I think the Bills are good enough. Um, when are to, people going to start respecting right. the Bills? You would think at 9-3. and three, You would think at 8-3. and three, You would think at 7-3. and three, Like maybe. No. No one gives them love, including this week. The, the Ravens opened as a touchdown favorite. That's a lot of points for going on the road to a team that has one less win than you. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's time that people start respecting Buffalo. I know statistically they were what the worst eight and two team or they're like the worst whatever whenever their win total increases pro football focus releases an article saying the bills are the worst whatever the record is team of all time pro football focus also grades out mac hollins on the eagles as the best receiver every week and he got cut yesterday so (laughs) we don't have to trust those nerds either but i mean the ravens have to lose sometime right I don't know. I don't, <laughs> and and honestly, I don't think this is the game they lose because the the Bills have a really good defense, but what most people don't know is it's a run funnel, meaning they actually get run on a lot. It's their pass defense and linebackers who can cover well. So I think, obviously, we have the number one rushing attack. It's going to be cold. I think we're a very similarly built team, rushing quarterbacks. Like, people actually don't know Josh Allen's, like, essentially a rushing quarterback. Yeah, he's as much a running back as Lamar. Right, exactly. So, to me, the teams are built identical, and I think the Ravens are just better in at offense and defense not by much home field maybe it neutralizes if it snows or it's cold the ball's bouncing cold rock i don't know the bills could win but this doesn't seem like a bad matchup for the ravens no i agree um it's kind of just like they're they're you you as in the ravens just probably not as good you know what i mean exactly they don't have the mvp of the league so that's probably the difference maker right so but josh allen is playing well so people i wouldn't be surprised if buffalo won this game whatsoever put it that me neither it seems like a perfect letdown spot for the ravens that that, we just keep saying that i know well yeah i guess i don't know i mean this one if you don't lose this you're gonna lose this game actually i'm looking at your schedule you got the jets the browns and the steelers after this game like, there's no way you win how many in a row? 12. It would be 12. <laughs> <laughs> 12 games in a row to end the year. And even then, you got to win three more, and it's going to be 15 to win the Super Bowl. Like, I know. It's you, either you gotta, this you gotta game. Hope, you got to hope you lose soon. 
It's either this game or Steelers. at Cleveland. No, Steelers at home will be a wash, especially if we're going for the one seed. But what if we're um, going for a wild card seed? It doesn't matter. We're a better team than them. But uh, Cleveland has just so much talent in the Chubb. They seem to have our number in a way. Like they, Even when they were god-awful, they would play us close. We would win every game, but like they always challenge us, and then they finally beat us. But then there's the revenge factor. We'll get there. Ravens, I think, are going to win. You take the Bills. I don't hate it. I'm not, I'm it not, I'm not taking is. the Bills to win. I'm yeah. taking the Ravens to win in a close game. Okay. But this is a nice little segue into my first pick of the week for the people's parlay. That's right. We're due. We do it every week. Four teams. <laughs> we each pick two. Um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I have a better record. Even though it's not me versus Jack, even though it is a lot on this podcast, this is us as in me, Jack, and the fam versus Vegas. Um, we're, we're having trouble. Vegas but, undefeated currently. <laughs> Vegas, Vegas is off to a strong start, but not this week. My first pick of the week is the Bills plus six and a half. Like I said, I don't. I can see either team winning that game. I just think it'll be a close game, maybe a sloppy game, given the weather. I haven't looked at the Buffalo weather yet. I'm just going to assume since it's Buffalo, it'll probably be shitty outside. Um, so I got Buffalo plus six and a half with my first pick of the week. Okay. My first pick, and I'm going to preface it with a ton of opinions and data and facts that will make zero correlation to my pick. Go ahead. I do that. I do that plenty. I picked a team because of a cat. <laughs> that worked out, though. It did. Tom Brady is washed up. It's just a fact. And that doesn't mean he's not a good quarterback. That doesn't mean they're not going to the FC Championship. That doesn't mean I don't trust him in the Super Bowl. What it means is he is no longer a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And and I, I genuinely believe that. It has to do with his weapons. And people are like either giving him too much credit or not enough. Like Edelman's really good. Sanu's perfectly competent. But outside guys, guys James can't get any separation. That's what the people are saying. I don't know. We're people. When, We're people. When Brady is throwing the ball, it just comes out of his hand differently. Listen, maybe they'll make a change. The Patriots were three and five on the road last year. Three and five. So they're ten and two this year. They're still, you know, in contention for the one seed. Could we potentially? I mean, would it be amazing if the Bills beat the Ravens and New England lost, and they were locked to ten and three? Like, could you imagine Brady in a wild card game? It's t- it's tough to think about. He's never played in the first week of the playoffs. It's I actually, swear, it's actually absurd. No, he has before, right? I mean, probably not. Yeah, not that I can really probably, remember. Probably, but like. Well, sorry, sorry. He's played in the first round, but I can't think of a time where no, they've won the division every year. Yeah, but, that but mean they haven't had the bye every year. They haven't had the bye every year because the Ravens went there yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, he's never played. Imagine him on the road, like going to Houston. I mean, they would smash him. But uh, Kansas City. I think he's finally getting healthy. They're the scariest team in the AFC, in my opinion. They're the biggest threat to the Ravens. With all that being said, Tom Brady, off a loss as a favorite of a touchdown or less or an underdog, 29-3 and against the spread. New England minus three is my pick. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Anytime you're going to bet on the New England Patriots, I can't really argue with you, even though I do think the Chiefs are starting to come together. Um, if the Chiefs win... Uh, on Sunday, the Ravens are pretty much going to be the one seed. 
it's going to be tough for us to not get it because we'll have, even if we lose, we'll still be locked, tied with them with the tiebreaker, and then we would need to win our last three going 13-3. So this is, this is the week where New England can either say, all right, we're going for the one, or maybe we're not that good. Brady's washed up. We'll see. I think Kansas City is really good. They just, I don't know, Andy Reid cannot get over that hump yet. Mahomes hasn't beaten him. I'm going to wait and see, so I'm taking New England. Don't hate it. Wouldn't it be crazy to think, say the Chiefs win this week against the yep. Patriots and the Bills beat you guys? Yeah. The Bills and the Patriots would both be 10-3 and three and still play one game against each other. I know. The I know. Bills are not out of this division race yet. And that, how and, crazy would that be if Brady plays a road game? It would wild be amazing. Weekend. It would be amazing. He'd and if the win. Chiefs, he'd probably win. Yeah, of course. If the Chiefs do it, I mean, he won in Kansas City last year when Mahomes was the MVP. Like, sort of. At, sort of. What do you mean, sort of? D Ford all snap penalty. <laughs> kind of part of the game but also if Kansas City wins they'll have a win over New England they'll be nine and four and they'll have a win over us who if the Bills beat us would be 10 and three they would just be a game back and have the tiebreaker over both those teams yeah, I so mean, the, the top five of the of the uh, AFC right now is pretty much just a cluster of who's gonna end up where um, yeah a lot of common opponents down the stretch starting with new starting with this week with Baltimore Buffalo New England Kansas City um, I don't really know Houston's schedule off the top of my hand but like I said they play home versus Denver so they should probably move to nine and four as well yeah, and they beat like, Kansas City it, it's very interesting same stuff in the NFC yeah, though it seems like the NFC we've got no by the, the it, by the looks of it it's gonna be Green Bay Minnesota wild card weekend it depends who's going to win the division who's going to get that sixth spot in the wild card but that looks like a matchup that's going to be locked in and then between the Niners Saints and Seahawks obviously one of those NFC West teams is going to be a wild card team which is crazy to think about because at the most they'll probably be 12 and 4 right yep at the yep. end of the year so there's gonna be a 12 and 4 wild card they'll probably be a 7 and 9 NFC East champion at the four seed <laughs> yeah um, so, yeah, the top with New Orleans, Seattle, and Stan Fran, that's still up for grabs. And then whoever just wants it a little bit in the NFC still make the playoffs. Um, hopefully the Eagles, but we're getting to that last quarter of the year. It's it's bittersweet, you know, because we love playoff football, but we also just love football in general, and that just means we're nearing the end. You don't have to get emotional on the pod. It's okay. Oh, I'm, trust me, I can't wait for this stupid sport to be over so everyone can focus on basketball. Oh, ratings are down. All right, third <laughs> third pick from you. Third pick for me. I just got caught up in how much I hate football that I kind of forgot what pick I was taking. So, Jack, why don't you go ahead and you give your third pick, and I'll, okay. I'll take us home. I'm a big believer in the Steelers and what Mike Tomlin's done. We should probably talk Coach of the Year after the break, but um, – Tomlin on the road just always, 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 always slips up. Like, the weirdest games. I think they lost the same game to, like, a similar team last year. They were the better team on the West Coast. They lost at the Raiders last year. And I think they're going to lose at the Cardinals this year. You love Arizona. The you love the Cardinals. I, uh, I learned that about you. Well, they've dropped five in a row. <laughs> right, but you love them. I'm a, I'm oh, a big believer. I, hate, I hated the Niners, and they won 10 in a row. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, this is more a fade Tomlin spot. I'm going to go Kyler, bring something different to the Pittsburgh defense that they haven't quite seen on their little hot run. Uh, I'm going Arizona to beat the Steelers. 
Don't hate that at all. Um, two teams that, I mean, Steelers are definitely playing for something, but fakely. I don't know. Yeah. You got Ryan Tannehill breathing down their, their neck, and that's not a guy you want breathing down your neck. It's from Ryan one. Tannehill is 5-1. and one. Yeah, from what I've learned, uh, <laughs> that's not a guy you want breathing down your neck. He's got that it factor. Um, he's probably going to get paid this offseason by the Titans and then just go back to being Ryan Tannehill, which yeah. is just so Tennessee Titans. Like, perfect. They'll be 8-8 eight and eight again next year. Fit the script. But I don't hate that pick at all. Um, the Steelers aren't that good. Do we have a, a status update on – James Conner and Juju. I I don't have an update, um, but I I don't think it, Juju's gonna play. I don't think he is. If he is, he might be in Snapback Sports fantasy lineup. So right. stay tuned. You have him too. Yeah, my team's nasty. Yeah, your team's pretty good. Uh, I just gotta lock up. But don't hate that pick. With my last pick, talked about it earlier. I mean, guys. It's what I do. I pick against the Niners. I'll continue to do it every week. And now they're going to New Orleans. Like, come on, that's my bread and butter. The Saints giving two and a half points to the Niners. But you're not a big you're not a big Saints person either because of the whole PI thing. Oh no, I hate the Saints, but I do think they're the best team in football. You you reluctantly think they are because you don't want to say the Ravens. No, no, I actually think the Saints are the best team in football. Okay. I actually do. I've been I've been dying on that hill all year. Dying. Keyword dying. Like gasping for air. <laughs> um, yeah, Saints at home is enough for me against Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I mean, we've seen it since the Niners got off to that hot start, right? Well, what was it? Eight and zero, nine and zero, something ridiculous. And everyone was like, "Who do they play? They played Bucks, Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Rams, Redskins, Panthers, Cardinals." We're looking at. One playoff team currently in that, and that's the six seed Pittsburgh Steelers. And since then, oh wow, they smacked the Packers. Um, yeah. <laughs> they lost to the Seahawks and Ravens, though, so clearly they're susceptible to good teams and can be beaten. They're not this juggernaut that's like, how the hell do we beat them? So on the road, New Orleans. New Orleans getting two and a half. It's easy for me. Alley oop, that's what we got. So we got Saints minus two and a half at home against the Niners. Uh, you took New England money line or minus three? Minus three. Minus three at home against the Chiefs. I took Buffalo plus six and a half at home against the Ravens. And your other pick was Cardinals money line over the Steelers. That's correct. I just want to throw it out there. That's while four Abe winners. Is, That's four winners. While we're doing, while Abe has been awesome with his picks this year, Abe is taking a very interesting strategy and laying and – <laughs> and betting against two ten and two teams, it's it's ambitious. But I'm but, betting on a ten and two team and a nine and three team. Yeah, but come on, it's the Bills. But, uh, and didn't I tell you the score is going to be five hundred seventy to three? Yeah, and you're always wrong. Okay, you never got um, that prediction right. After the break, oh no, I I got the Texans. Uh, after the break, we will discuss college football playoffs, and there's still some NFL games we got to get to. But first, let me take a selfie. Uh, that, was, that was so brutal. Yeah, that was, it made me that was bad. Cut that out, Charlie. Get out of here. Uh, so, guys, Harry's is sponsoring the pod for the holiday season. Listeners of this show can get $5 off any Harry shave set by heading to harrys.com backslash blue wire. Free shipping ends on December 16th, so you got 
a little under two weeks. It's a perfect deal. Holiday sets are just $20. As a special offer for fans of the show, we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off any shave set, including their limited edition holiday sets. Just go to harrys.com backslash blue wire and you get free shipping. It's honestly a pretty solid deal. Harry's shaving set comes with weighted handle, five blade razor cartridges, foaming shave gel for a rich lather, travel cover to protect your blades, package in a handsome holiday gift box free gift box free shipping ends on december 16th so act now just go to harrys.com backslash blue wire that's harrys.com backslash blue wire all right so that time of the week our friends over at ship station it's the holiday season you know you're gonna have to start shipping christmas gift kwanzaa gifts hanukkah gifts whatever you celebrate you're gonna have to ship them across the country um so you don't have to go see your family yourself but with the holiday rush here you have to be able to ship your orders out quickly efficiently and affordably but how do you keep track of all those orders decide which shopping carry to use or if you're getting the best rates luckily ShipStation can help with just a few clicks you'll be managing orders printing labels and getting those products out the door and delivered in time for the holidays we're shipping all this snapback gear. You guys are loving it. We got up a couple, hit a couple milestones on Black Friday to keep it going. We're using ShipStation to get it to you. Take the hassle out of holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it with all ease. Just use my offer code BLUE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in BLUE, B-L-U-E. That's ShipStation.com. Enter promo code BLUE, ShipStation.com. You guys know where I'm going with this. Make ship happen. All right, Before, what do you want to go with, NFL? No, no I want to I discuss something real quick. Okay. What happened with James Harden and the Houston Rockets last night? Did you just see the report that they're protesting the win? Unbelievable. <laughs> so for do those you, who don't do know. Do you know what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, those okay. who don't know, um, James Harden went for an emphatic fast break jam last night. Very clearly went through the rim and just like the net brought the ball back up and then back in again or out. It's, it's hard to describe. Go see it. It's on every – we'll post it on Snapback for you if you haven't seen it. Um, and pretty much the – what was the ref saying? It was basket interference like or it didn't go No, in. They, they just didn't think it went in. Right. They didn't they think it went in. They thought he missed it. Um, and they couldn't review it. Why couldn't they review it? Because it wasn't under two minutes. So he maybe he could have challenged. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the whole challenge. That also that rule stinks too. The NBA yeah, challenge. Yeah, that was that was but terrible. Obviously, this is going to come back and bite the Rockets in the butt. They end up going to overtime, so they wouldn't have went to overtime, right? Dunk clearly went in. They would have won in regulation, assuming the- theoretically went to double overtime and ended up losing by two. <laughs> Harden Harden had fifty on like. 8 of 30. Russ had a triple-double and a loss. Russ Harden went 24 for 24 from the line. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another reason why I mean, ratings now, are now down. That's not... to, now they're trying to challenge, trying to get an automatic win, which, come on, guys. <laughs> Sorry. This is a Wendy's. Um, <laughs> or replay the final seven and a half minutes of the game. They were also I, up 12. They were up 12. So, like, that's kind of on them a little. Like, there's no way the NBA does anything with this, right? No, no shot. Like, no shot. Um, no yeah, shot. that's just. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Rockets for you. They can't focus on winning maybe, the game. Maybe, they just maybe do a layup next time, James. Um, all right, let's finish briefly the NFL slate. Uh, Denver-Houston, Houston will win. Cleveland, Indy-Tampa, who really cares? I'm rooting for Tampa. Why do you uh, really care? 
other bit, huh? What do you care about Indy Tampa? Uh, I have under nine and a half wins. That would put them under. Ah. Um, Tennessee, Oakland, Oakland still in the playoff hunt. Technically, Tennessee on fire. Um, I'm just gonna. Oakland? Yeah, they're a game back. They're six and six. Big game. Uh, Tennessee on fire. I'm just gonna keep rolling with Tannehill. He's five and one. I just refuse to pick a side in a Titans game, so I'm just gonna plead the fifth on that game. Fair enough. Right. Um, Seattle Rams in LA Rams, you know, need to win to stay alive Kinda for the wild think, card. Wait, wait. Is it me or have we, has Russell Wilson been on primetime the, the past month? Yes. They no, play every, it's ridiculous. Permanently booked. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, I'm going with the Rams in that game actually. Really? Are you sure? No, I'm not sure, but okay. I just said it. So now I have to. Yeah, that one's going to be a wait till Sunday for me. I'm going to have to uh, think deep and hard. Here's the thing. Every time I pick against the Seahawks, they win. So now everyone wants me to keep picking against them while the Seahawks fans do. So I'm probably going to roll with the Rams. Uh, last game on the slate. Just wait till Sunday to talk about the Monday night. Okay. I'm not ready for it yet. There's nothing to really talk about. If you can't beat the Giants, then the, the franchise should just fold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, college football playoff rankings were announced Tuesday night. Um, and the reason why that was a big deal was because we were curious whether Oklahoma's win over Oklahoma State, their rival on the road, who was ranked. Who's now pot- who's now in the top 25. They came in at 25. Oklahoma State. Okay, oh, no, they yeah. stayed. Yeah, they stayed in. Yeah. They dropped four spots from 21. Right. So I was curious. We were curious. Would that win potentially – would the committee – Put OU over Utah heading into the weekend. They did not. So the top four are Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Utah, OU, Baylor. Right? Wisconsin's out. Everyone else is out. Those seven technically alive. So we believe LSU is going to take care of Georgia this weekend, which we also believe will put them to one. We're assuming that so we can have some fun with this situation. Right. If Georgia wins, the top four is locked. There will be some reshuffling. Ohio State will stay at one. Clemson will go to two. Uh, I don't know who would be three. See, I had this conversation last night. If Georgia were to beat LSU, yeah. I had it as Ohio State one, Georgia two, Clemson three, no, LSU no four. Sh- well, two, three doesn't actually matter except for what jerseys they wear. But, um, no, Clemson would be undefeated. Clemson would be undefeated, yeah. And Georgia would have a loss. loss. I mean, no, I no shot. But we both agree that – Clemson and Georgia would be playing each other in the open uh, round. No, I think there's. You don't uh, think LSU drops to four if they lose to Georgia? They should, in theory. I'm not sure though. You, no, you, you're saying that Clemson has to be ahead of Georgia, and there's no way that a, a one-loss LSU team who lost to Georgia would be ahead of Georgia. I also think if LSU loses. Like, there's no good matchup. Like, Clemson probably wants to play Georgia. I mean, any college- Whatever. Let's just let's just assume <laughs> LSU wins. All right. With that being said, Utah plays a 10-2 and two ranked, uh, 13th ranked Oregon. Utah's five ahead of OU. OU plays seven. OU six, they play seventh ranked Baylor. Is, so it's going to be obviously style points. That's going to matter a lot. Think, so we're saying that it's, it's a how you win type week for it's, both those teams. If if Utah squeaks by and Oklahoma wins by forty, that could be enough because they have Baylor ranked seventh. Um, 
is the let's say they both win by 10 is a 10 point win over number seven enough for OU to jump a 10 point win over number 13 I don't think so I think everyone I think the Pac-12 now plays into the bias against them and I think they they're going to benefit off of that OU's been in the playoff they've yet to win a playoff game they want to give Utah a chance maybe they have a top defense I this is the thing though I think Utah is going to win the game I think they're going to win somewhat comfortably. I don't think they're going to blow them out. I think OU is going to absolutely blow the doors off of Baylor. They were down 28-3, to and they still beat them on the road. I think this time they're going to come out. They know what they have to do. They're going to smash them by 30, and then the conversation is going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the Utah-Oklahoma conversation is um, – so you, they'll both be one-loss conference champions, assuming they both win. Um, they don't have any common opponents, obviously, because they're at a conference wasn't the same and they play in different conferences. But the only thing that's really separating them is Utah has has been one of the more consistent teams throughout the year, whereas they've scored over 30 points in every game but one, and they've just been blowing the tails off all these teams. Whereas Oklahoma has been more so crawling to these wins. They have that really bad loss against uh, Kansas State. But their strength of schedule is higher because the Big 12 is more favorable than the Pac-12. So it's, Barely, though. Our conference this year was I'm ta- really... I'm talking just like the nerd numbers. Like yeah, yeah. Oklahoma has a better strength of schedule than... I don't know what other metrics these guys are talking about in that committee meeting room, but... I mean, to keep Jalen Hurts out of the playoff would be a crime, and to put Utah in. Utah, you're having a great year. Go enjoy the Rose Bowl. Heck, beat my Nittany Lions for all you want. I don't care. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be a how you win, especially because Utah is that first championship game of the night. They play Friday night, so all eyes will be on them. Just that night will be theirs. So if they can come out and make a statement, um, the Oklahoma-Baylor game could be irrelevant. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Oregon's a good team. They really are. But um, out of out of Utah, Georgia, and Oklahoma, I think we all agree that Georgia's probably the best team, no? I mean, you, you, you watch Oklahoma play more than me because yeah, you support a Big 12 team. But just like, I don't know what DeAndre Swift's status is, but to me, coming into the year between DeAndre Swift and Jake Fromm, Georgia had the best passing and rushing attack combo in the country. Um, they should have, but Fromm's not that because good. Because of Dobbins and Fields, obviously, and Fromm's been having it down here. And Burrow and his little meatball of a running back. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I think Georgia's gives you the best playoff possible in that case. But Jalen Hurts, let's just all agree no one wants Utah in. No offense to our Utah listeners. I'm the only person probably in the world who wants Utah in. But, like, do you really care if a Big 12 team gets in? Like, come on. No, no, no. I really care if Utah gets in. Why? Because at 11-1. to 1, <laughs> You have? The, I have them to make the playoff, 11-1. to 1. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, did you take for, that? Preseason. Did you actually? Yeah. I need to see a, a receipt. I will. I so I have that. This is what I have right now. You've been just you've been keeping that on the back burner. I didn't know about. I that. talked about it all last episode. I don't, you I don't pay must attention have, so much. <laughs> this is what I have, and this is how you know that uh, Ohio State is going to win the national championship. I have LSU to win the title. I hear, yeah, I hear, yeah. 
sixteen to one. I have Clemson to win the title, two to one. I took that recently. I think they're the best team in the country. Two to one. Yeah. Doesn't Ohio matter. State's the favorite, but I think Clemson's the best team right now. Yeah, I mean they haven't so, lost since. Uh, I don't even know who was in. I have was in office. I have LSU. I have Clemson two to one. I have Georgia preseason eight to one. I have Utah to make the playoff eleven one. I have Oklahoma to make the playoff two to one. So if you want to know what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks, Utah is going to lose to Oregon. Baylor's going to beat Oklahoma and get in. Georgia's going to lose to LSU, and then Ohio State's going to run the yeah, table. Yeah, you're going to win no money off. this year. Correct. You're going to win no money this year. I actually might take that parlay. <laughs> the Oregon Baylor. Parlayed with Ohio State to win it all. The Jack Settlement That's food cash. stamps parlay. That's cash. Uh, but we're due, so you never know. Yeah, well, um, weird with that weird. being said, my prediction, Utah gets in. Your prediction, who do you think? I know you won OU, but who do you think? I mean, these rankings are just very indicative I mean, of what the committee think. You yeah. got to think that like OU's heart kind of sunk when they saw them pop up at six last night. Um. Listen, I think Oregon could easily win that game, honestly. Yeah, they can. I do. I actually think my my what I'm feeling the most, I think Georgia's going to win. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> what, I really do. Think do. LSU like, doesn't really care about this game, honestly? No, 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 no. They definitely care. It's just I think LSU has not faced, like, this is the best defense they're going to face all year. Didn't they? Was that crazy aside? Yeah, I think so. They played Bama. Bama. Bama's defense, man, they have not been that good this year. Yeah, they they'll, got they'll somehow have five first rounders. Yeah, no, no, they have talent, but it just hasn't been the same Bama D that we were used to. Um, and I think Georgia can, and that LSU D has been suspect. My, I think it's going to be yeah. low scoring. I could see Georgia winning. My prediction is Georgia and Utah lose. So Oklahoma, welcome to the party. <sighs> so then, well, so then. LSU, if they win, they jump into number one, right? Like even if Wisconsin wins fifty something to fifty to nothing. You mean Ohio State? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ohio State yeah. beats Wisconsin. Like LSU yeah, I wins, think LSU thirteen and zero SEC champ. They will have been like six. They'll have been like four top five teams. Like insane. We need we need an OSU LSU national championship. I don't want we, it because I can't stand seeing these goddamn Buckeyes. Um, I think LSU Clemson would even be fun. Yeah. Any combination of the four not involving any combination of the six not involving Utah, I'm here for. I think. Uh, the college football playoffs is going to be fun because that first round matchup, whether it's Ohio State Clemson or LSU Clemson or Georgia Clemson, is like a great game. It's just a shame we got Tua got hurt, Bama lost because if you had Joe Burrow LSU, I'm over Bama. I'm over Bama. Okay, listen, if we had a Joe Burrow LSU, Justin Fields OSU, Trevor Lawrence Clemson, and Tua Alabama is our four. That would be the best college football playoff we've had yet. Those, Except those are the clear four best teams in the country. Yeah. Like, and it's just a shame. That's what happened. I mean, you're over Bama, whatever. They'll be back. Obviously, we know that. But it's actually crazy to think that. Unless Saban comes to Texas. Come to college football. What? <laughs> come, come to college football playoff. Clemson will not have lost a football game in, like, two years. Yeah. So, and everyone's going to be like, oh, they're not that good. Okay. We'll wait. Probably, we'll wait and see. That, they'll probably be getting a good amount of points on the spread, honestly. They'll get a few, and I will be all over them. 
Um, all right, Snapback fam, this is episode 50. We're halfway to 100. That's good math. Uh, episode 50, actually, that's why we're due. So get rich, kids. Uh, buy your family Christmas presents Snapbacks, and all of that. Sweaters, the whole nine yards. Heck, yep. DM me, I'll make a cameo for your, for your family. We can, I'll wish them that. Imagine people want me to wish their family a happy holidays. That would be sad. We're still doing this whole thing. David Robinson, the admiral, he was number 50. Was he? Okay. Shout out D Rob. Uh, Snapback fam, we will talk to you on Monday. Peace.